This car is not from the motor pool. No, it's not. Sexy though, isn't it? So where's the office back at Division? You're in the office, baby. Finally still on his feet, stumbling forward to the 30, to the 40, to midfield, 45, 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, oh my goodness, what a run! Better than most. That was better than most. What's going on, sports family, and welcome to another edition of Roll Call, presented by The Unit. I am your host, Viper. I got The Unit in the building tonight, and we have a special guest. But first up, Sandman, Salina, Kansas. This car is not from the motor pool. What's up? Man, what's good with y'all, man? Last week, I was talking about I wanted the pool open, man. We finally got the water good. Just for a future reference for you, man, it is way cheaper to empty the whole damn pool than to try to make a hundred a, a year old water look clean. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. My old father-in-law, man, he was like, "No, I ain't gonna empty it. I'm gonna save the water." Here we go. We a week we a week uh, late getting in, and he had already spent three hundred dollars on chemicals. We could have just used that on the water bill. You feel hey, yeah. me? But yeah. it's eight minutes. It's been yeah, real hot here in Salina, man. It's been real hot. So, man, I've been in the pool every day this week. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Stinger, Omaha, Nebraska, what you got? Hey, man, you know me, man. It's uh, it's summertime, so I get into those yard projects, man. So, you know, last summer I, did, I didn't finish up my yard projects, you know. I had to retain them all. Your whole year? I want, yeah, I wanted to lay some side down, but... You know what I did this year, man? I outsourced it, man. I outsourced <laughs> ah, my yard work, move. man. Excellent move. So I got my sod laid down today. I got my retaining wall up. Like I'm good. You I, I'm good Solid. for the summer, man. I'm chilling. All I gotta hey, do is water. Turn hey, on the sprinkler, and I'm good. Hey, man. Because yeah, last man. year, man, you, you, you. It took you like three weeks to recover with the bricks hey, and stuff. Bro. Yeah, man. Hey, man I, I might have to repost that from last year. Yeah, I'm doing too much, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, Hollywood, Dallas, Texas, what you got? Hey, man, this fucking COVID has cost me a lot of money, bro. <laughs> so I am upstairs working. We're getting new cabinets or new counters, not cabinets. We're getting granite counters. We're getting some nice shit. We had some old raggedy shit. So I come down. They almost done with the, with the counters. And they're like, hey, Deanna's like, hey, they kind of messed up the wall. I guess we got to get a new backsplash. I'm like, what? A new backsplash? <laughs> I don't even know so what then, a backsplash is, bro. A backsplash. That's that's the that's the part. That's the behind the, the that's the, the wall the part of the kitchen, man. Uh, behind the sink okay. and behind your walls, underneath your cabinets. So then they start tearing down, the, uh, tearing off the tile on the wall. The backsplash. Well, I'll be damned. It's like a, a HGTV event, bro. 
my damn, my damn, my damn drywall coming off, man. Oh man, yeah. Hey, we we don't. This is just the intro, bro. We don't got eight minutes for you to complain about. I know. I'm just saying items that you got going on. Sorry, Nobody man. wants to hear about that, bro. That's not related to sports. I was upset. I was going to talk about ramen noodles, but. Since Stinger brought up, <laughs> brought up the uh, the yard work, man, I figured I bitch about my uh, my cabinets or my counter. Last but not least, he hails from Topeka High, from the top city. Played at Butler Community College. Played at Baker. G eight at Butler. West Florida coach Akron, and now the DN coach at Clarkland Clark University. None other than. Tyrell Everett in the flesh. What's up, baby? From hey. Dubuque, Iowa. Did I say it right? Dubuque, Iowa? Hey, man, you said it as correct as you're going to get it. <laughs> Welcome to Dubuque, man. Hey, man, what's the weather like up there, man? What's the little like? Oh, man, it's hot. It's humid. We right off that Mississippi River, so, you know, you got the bugs. You got the mosquitoes the size of your ball. Oh, you got. Now, y'all ain't got mosquitoes. Y'all got skeeters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, you got them old mics. Boy, hey, what? hey, so since you are guest, man, real quick, I want to know what college football coaches are doing in this COVID environment. Man, I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, if that install ain't done, or them fall installs aren't done, and, and your fall <laughs> itinerary ain't done, you done have fifty. <laughs> To 60-some days to get an itinerary done. If it ain't done now, then I don't know what any coach is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Because install is install. You, you know what right. I'm saying? So that's that's the big thing right now. You know, it, it's, it's definitely knocking out those fall installs. You know what I'm saying? Those tapes, those cut-ups. I mean, like I said, if you ain't got them done now, then I don't know what any coach has been doing. You know, I get recruiting, right. recruiting, but come on, man. It don't take that long to get something done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you, you got a lot of time on your hands, so you, you gotta you gotta make the best of it, right? Oh man, most definitely. I think the biggest thing any coach should do right now, be honest with you, in my opinion, because you know the unknown, so unknown is, man, that family time, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's been a blessing. You know, ain't nobody getting this time back. You know, I don't, I don't care who you are. You know, some people want to work, 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 man. If you're not spending time with your kids and getting to know your kids, just because you got kids. And you're a coach, man. You you try to get to know your own players more than your own kids, right. and, and I think that's where you yep. can go wrong. You know, I don't have any kids, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like it's been a blessing, man. This is the first time since I got into college coaching in three years. I've been home for my mom's birthday and Mother's Day. So that's you talk about real. a blessing, man. Yeah, that's real. That's, that's a perspective right that's there. What's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Real that's perspective. What's up. Hey, man. Well, we are excited to have Tyrell on the show, man. We've been talking about it for a few weeks, couple months now. We got him on the show. Hey, man, this dude is a personality. Y'all going to see it here in just a minute. In just a minute. Hey, so I need some streaming updates because I've, um, I've been on this Curb Your Enthusiasm pretty hard, man. Um, I'm, I'm on that still. But what what else is everybody watching? What y'all watching right now? Man, I got one more episode left of, uh, what's the one y'all was telling? Uh, Epstein? Damn. No, Epstein? not Epstein. I started watching that. That's pretty good too. Ooh. What's the one with the killer in it? What's it called? Uh, with oh, the, with uh, the... reckoning. Reckoning. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy, I huh? started to start that last episode, man, because it got kind of slow in like episode seven and eight. So I'm on yeah. that last episode now, man. I just shut it off last night because I want to watch yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. That that uh, that blind spot, man. I'm gonna tell you right now that blind spot where it's at. The TV oh, I show. watched that. 
That's yeah, why. with Jane Doe and them tattoos. <laughs> hey, this yeah. tattoo. Hey. Tyrell. Hey, he said, he said, oh, I watched that. I watched yeah. that. Hey, Hollywood. <laughs> so they Hollywood seen, seen everything. They make fun of me, Tyrell. Hey, I am not going to lie, nigga. I watch a lot of TV. Okay? Yeah. I watch a lot. <laughs> And I usually watch it when my they sleep, man. They like they'll go to bed now. I'll I'll probably hit a show before I go to bed, bro. Gotcha. That's what it is, man. So yeah. blind spot, man. It's gangster. If you ain't ever seen it, it's a cool show. Look, when they take the chick real. out of the bag in the first episode, dog. Boy, oh man, yeah. check it out. And them tattoos. Spoiler alert! Hollywood spoiling it already. We ain't got to watch. He gonna tell us what happened. What are you talking? That's that's in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody watches trailers, bro. Stinger, what you watching, man? What you got? Hey, man, I just finished that uh uh that Lance Armstrong uh, documentary, man. That Thirty for Thirty, man. It's two parts, man. Was it two? Two hour episodes, man. Hey, that was crazy, man. Y'all ain't seen uh uh like he blew up. Like, I ain't seen up, it, but man. I started. Oh man, he's wild, man. Yeah, yeah he was a he was a wild dude, man. He he goes in and talking about like when he got into PEDs and all. Like he tells everything. Like it's yeah. uh oh, like it's wow. it's legit. Yeah, yeah he it's ain't worth, scared. It's worth watching. I'm, I'm waiting on that next thirty for thirty this Sunday. <laughs> Oh yeah, be, be like water, water, my friends. Yeah, that Bruce Lee, man. Yeah. That Bruce Lee, yeah. bro. Oh, they gonna do a thirty for thirty on Bruce Lee? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in. Okay, hold on. Let me make a note. Thirty yeah. for thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Hey, man. So I wanted to give y'all an update on this firekeeper challenge that we had out in uh, Mayetta, Kansas. It was Denver, myself, uh, the Mayava twin versus the Mayava twins. And uh, yeah, man, we gave him that work. We gave him that work, and uh, Denver and I came away with the uh, with the win. Shout out to Denver, dude! Drove all the way up from Wichita, Kansas, to come play in Mayetta, Kansas. I think it was like a two and a half hour drive, man. But hey, Firekeeper, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. So two weeks back to back, I played Buffalo Ridge, right in Branson. Then I played Firekeeper. I'm gonna give the edge to Firekeeper on the golf course, man. It was beautiful. It was a good layout. Um, the course was in good shape. The greens were a little slow. Um, I think some people in the group didn't appreciate that. But other than that, it was in pretty good shape. And uh, I, I really liked the golf course. It was good. We had to pass them that L. And uh, apparently I learned about greenies and skins this weekend. So, Hey, was that uh, fescue up there? Were you on that fescue? Or? Yeah, it yeah. was some. It was some fescue out there, man. It was, and then then, then they had the native grass, right? So it was <laughs> native it was, uh, grass. That, that tall native grass, yeah. So it was uh, it was serious, man. No Taba Gay did a good job. The setup was nice, um, man. Oh, they had yeah, a two no other, Taba. Okay, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a they had a two hundred and thirty four yard uh, par three. I didn't appreciate, but. Damn. You know, hey, <laughs> like, I guess I'm gonna hit That's driver extra like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I had to hit, I had to hit driver three wood just to get up there. But <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, man, so anybody seen COVID nineteen? What happened to it? Who? COVID nineteen. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. Say yes. hey, what? Uh, COVID be out. It literally hey, it's evaporated. Gonna, it's gonna evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> evaporated. He fit right in. It's gonna disappear, That's man, in the summer. You heard Trump, like yeah. Trump said, it's gonna disappear in the summer. Yeah, in April. April, April, with the heat. In April, April, April. 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 it's gonna disappear. Yeah, shit, yeah. it's damn near Father's Day. 
Hey, but check this out. Father's Day. Hey, this is still this is America this week. That's what we on right now. But uh, hey, Joy, go ahead and cue that music, man. Fuck the police yeah. coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown and not the other color. So police think they have the authority to kill a minority. It's some shit going on out there, dog. It's some real oh, shit yeah. going on out there, man. Oh yeah. Lots of uh, I, you know. I mean, so so did you guys see this? Omar Jimenez, I guess he played at Northwestern, played basketball yeah, at Northwestern. He yeah, he hooped there. He's out there reporting on the violence, reporting on the rioting, and, he, you know, it, it, yeah, he hooped at Northwestern. But uh, basically, he's standing out there, you know, and he's he's near the rioting, but there's no rioting or looting actually going on in that moment. He's reporting on it. He's got an editor. He's got a cameraman. He's got a microphone, you know, he's got his credentials, he's from CNN, he's reporting on this, and the Minneapolis Police Department decides to arrest him on because he TV. wouldn't move. Ass like, cameras. The big ass cameras didn't give it away, man. <laughs> the yeah, big ass cameras. I, I mean, I, I don't, this is, this is crazy, man. This is, this is uncharted, I mean, back to back, I guess it was unprecedented with COVID too, but. This is different. Bruh, let hey, me tell you bro. something, man. When this thing all started, can you know <clears throat> I'm I'm a I'm a Twitter guy, so I stay on Twitter, man. You know, you get on them algorithms, man. Uh all my algorithms <laughs> is going go, to that, man. I couldn't watch I couldn't look at the stuff I wanted to look at. Nah, man. They, they got had you all the videos in, and everything. They got you it, sucked man. in. It's out of control out here. Yeah, man. I, I think the one thing about uh Omar, man, is that dude. That dude kept his cool, man. That's how you know he was a he was a college athlete. Like yeah. this dude was getting arrested on on live TV, <laughs> on live TV, right? He didn't flip out, you know. He no. just did his thing, put his hands hey. behind his back, kind of walked on, man. I said, damn. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, you want you want us to stand over here? We'll stand wherever yeah. you want us to stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kept shit. it real cool, man. Yeah, he yeah did. man. He yeah, did. he did. He did. It's, it's crazy, man. But I, I think y'all gonna y'all gonna probably get our uh, get our feel for what's going on as we move through the show. Uh, we are gonna go ahead and get it started, kicking it off, man. Hey, it looks like uh, golf major championships are still gonna be happening this year. How's this at the top of the docket? Jesus. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's great. When are they gonna When are they gonna happen? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, Man. so I, I would like you to host the show next week. Are you hosting the show next week? I, I did it for 15 minutes a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody complained on you when you was talking about watching the dark championships, dog. <laughs> <laughs> It's golf, man. It's a professional oh, sport, man. It's like it's not I got about it. the top I got three, but it's a major sport. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> can I can I read my list now? Yeah. All right, Go ahead, so man. It, it looks like uh you know, the PGA championship is gonna be August sixth through the ninth. The US Open will be September seventeenth through the twentieth. And then the Masters will be November twelfth through the fifteenth. Oh, how you feel about the Masters being played on, like in the winter almost? It's yeah, not going to be, be the weird. same, man. That's it's late fall. We the might find a, look the same. I and mean, we might find a brown uh, blade of grass out there now. It's going to be chilly. Yeah. Man. Does, how, does fescue, I, how does fescue do in November? 
How does Fesky <laughs> play in November? That's what we want to oh, know. Hey, How does Fesky ba- play? That's a valid question. That's a valid question. Yeah. Tyrell, they yeah. still gonna watch. They still gonna hey, watch. We are I'm limited gonna tell you right now. I'll, I'll be tuned in. If it's football season, I'm locked in. Look, Tyrell, we have we have conformed to uh, cornhole championships, darts, and international films. Okay? So oh, we don't pretty much just watch it. No, we are we are we are sports we are sports whores right now. I think we watch the marble racing. Marble oh. racing, that was like the hottest thing going about three weeks into COVID. <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Watch oh, anything. Speaking, speaking of watching anything, what about this Taiwan baseball? Y'all watching? Oh, man. I ain't watching that shit. So, no, listen. So, listen. They, this is this is very creative. They so instead of having you know like you're pitching and you're playing a baseball game, you know, a major league baseball game or a baseball game, it's like there's people behind the mound, right? Well, they don't have people behind the mound, so they have stuffed animals behind <laughs> behind the behind the home plate to like what? give give yes. the background, give us some character, yes. right? So the stands don't look empty. And didn't somebody else do that for there was something else that went on and people could buy like cutouts of themselves. Oh, yeah, I seen this that. Yeah, holders. you can buy cutouts yes. of themselves to put, and yeah, then put it in there. That. Yeah, that is crazy. And yeah, back to Taiwan baseball, much. they only send like maybe one or two. They're only good when it's uh, when it's like Little League, you know, Taiwan, <laughs> Chinese Taipei. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they win the Little League World Series. Yeah, that's, it. that's the only time they good, man. They only send about one or two pitchers or players to the uh, league. Man. That's yeah, true. That's know. true. Wow. Oh, man. All right. So, all right. MLB. MLB baseball is looking at 74 game season. Y'all in? I mean, Every, I'm everybody's in, in right I'm now. In. Everybody's Shit. just that's, wanting yeah, some I'm competition. In. Hey, totally. Look, that's, that's, a, that's a far cry from look, 300 games. I know games. I represent the KC Worlds, but as long as my guy. <laughs> 300 I'm 300. in Go ahead Tyrell Go ahead Tyrell I'm in As long as Clayton Kershaw's pitching I'm in That man's a bad <laughs> man I'm in I'm in hey. Tyrell I'm I gotta admit guy. He he might be the only player I know in baseball right now man I I, I don't know a whole lot of them cats Oh uh, who's the guy I'm playing for the Yankees Okay okay Judge Aaron Judge Aaron Judge that's about well, it. The whole Houston team, right? <laughs> well, yeah. The whole Houston team. Hey, they got the new iPhone. They got the new Apple Watch. They got the new yeah, Apple Watch. You know they got it. That's part of hey, that's part of their contract. Uh you know, 74 games, man, that's like honestly, they should just keep doing it that way. 74 games? That's enough. No, there's not yeah. enough money in 74 games. There's not enough money in 74 that's games. That's How are you gonna get a 20 game winner in the pitching? I mean, all that stuff comes in. And you know, you know, the players are trying to get their whole contract. Their whole, yes. yeah. They're, they're, Shit, they're they might, they, they all, might strike all agent right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all might, our money. Yeah, they might yeah. strike. You know, they got the best union in the country. So, yeah. in the Speaking world, money. Yes. Hey, don't y'all owe us for uh, the match? Yeah. Hey. Mm. Well, I, hey. R- real talk. Before we move on. Thank you. It needs to be addressed because now, now, now you're going to lose your gentleman's card, right? 
We're pushing on two weeks. I don't play golf, so I don't even know what that is. Stinger, Hollywood paid me nine bucks. Listen, Stinger, I asked you for your uh, your address, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's waiting. Hey, man, I don't want my money by pigeon, dog. I need that instantly in my Apple account. I work on digital transactions. So, so all the fans, we lost me. Me and Sandman lost the the Phil um, and Tiger bet. We we picked Phil and Tom and and and. The other two knuckleheads picked uh, Tiger Woods and and Peyton Manning, and they won. It's a twenty dollar bet. They're they're vowing that it was a fifty dollar bet, but they ain't getting fifty from me. Matter of fact, if you get it, let me know. But I will say this: I am on the payment plan. I've been making payments every other day. I've made. A matter of fact, I just made a payment before we started of three dollars. So I owe you eight dollars. Hey, I started paying this. I he, he texted me. I paid. I sent him a dollar, dog. I'm sending him a dollar like the other day. day. <laughs> and I, you know how you go to your phone like, oh, it's my brother texting. Like he must need something, you know? No, he just sent me a dollar. <laughs> sent me a dollar, bro. Ah, petty, bro. I text <laughs> petty. Uh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Stinger getting down tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we ain't called out Quincy in a while, man. Welcome to Buffoonery Boulevard, where the unit talks about the silliest shit that happens in sports. First up. Hey, man, just... <laughs> Just, hey, Joey, Joey, play, Joey, play the clip, man. Play the clip, man. Play the clip. And, and uh, we want to hold somebody accountable. Okay. You can't just go around killing people. Can you? No. I can't. I know no. I can't. I mean, no. there's lots of people, sure, I'd like to put a stick in. But, you know. How long is all this going to go on? It's going to go on till it's over. Till it's over? What's going to make this over? What are there, are there specific demands that, that these people want that you and these fellow people want? I would like to have some pussy, <laughs> and, and that would make it over for me. Some real good pussy. Well, have a great day. <laughs> hey, so mommy, I, I and I told him in pre-show. I said, I said, I'm not saying that on the show. But Joey can play the clip. Hey, my man said all oh, he needs a little something, something, and it'll make all everything all Come right. Come on, man. It'll be just hey. fine. Hey, that's how they do it in the natty, man. That's how they do hey, it man. in the natty. Oh, was he in Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. man. That was great. Oh, my God. We had to get that clip in there though. That's it, it's probably inappropriate, but it's it's fun. It's still hilarious. Funny. And the guy's it's clearly it's, drunk. It is. The Everybody clearly knows that drunk. it came from you, Hollywood. Everybody knows that. It is okay with me. But I was also okay with the NWA song you wanted to play prior to the show as well. So don't forget that. Oh. Yeah, we played I'm, that in the show. We got it. It's I'm in all there. in, bro. One hundred percent. I'm all in. It's in there. It's in there. Unit till I die, baby. Hey. <laughs> I thought about getting a tattoo the other day, man. Hey, oh, you know shit. you know who's not in? 
Jason Whitlock. Uh, he's out of the office. Damn. Oh, man. Hey, Tyrell, hold on a second, because I don't think you got the background. So this is like, this is before the podcast. Stinger, when did this happen? This is like, yeah, I think you were still a, living been, in KC, yeah, and I was and I was just moved here. It's been a yep. few years. This yeah. guy just blocks me on Twitter because I disagreed with him. Blocks me on Twitter. Oh, wow. And I can't. <laughs> I never, I never want to see another person fail. That's not my yeah. mo. It's not really my stilo, but, but it did make me smile inside a little bit. Like yeah. you got fired, you're done. Yeah. Nobody. And what'd you say? Hey, can we get an update on Twitter, Stinger? What's the update, hey, man? Hey, hey, and Whitlock. I mean, he be on Twitter. Like I be on Twitter, but Whitlock be on Twitter. <laughs> like, like he ain't tweeted in four days. Like it's been four. His last tweet says four days ago. <laughs> so things things are wow, not going well to Whitlock. But the thing that made me mad about Whitlock was, man, like you know, I'd send something, I'd be like, man, y'all see what Whitlock said. And uh, Viper would be like, nah, I didn't. He blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I, got a, I got a screenshot the tweet, send it to Viper. Like, I mean, this is, yeah, it was bad news, man. Hey, like, when y'all told me, when you told me that he was gone, you know what it reminded me of? Do y'all remember the hard knocks with Rex Ryan and Darrell Revis was holding out? And he would, the, he'd be the first one in the office and the lights would be pitch black. And he'd be walking in and be like, Daryl, are you in here? Are oh, you yeah. at Daryl? <laughs> so when you said Jason Whitlock is out, that's exactly what I uh, thought of, man. I about fell uh, out. I, I will admit that I did send a gif of the wicked witch dying um, <laughs> when uh, when I found out. So yeah, I mean, hey Tyrell, man, what what's your thoughts on Whitlock, man? What what's your thoughts, man? Hey, man, first and foremost, who is Whitlock? You know who Jason Whitlock is? Yeah. Great, uh, great answer. Yes. The, yeah. yeah. They, I, I you know, you know I, what? That is appropriate for Buffoonery yeah, Boulevard. Who the fuck yeah. is Jason that, Whitlock? That is so <laughs> appropriate. That is so appropriate, oh, bro. Man, like uh, he—he—he's a reporter from Kansas City, man. He just—he's a grifter. He, oh, really? Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know he, who he's he's, he's, he's—he's—he's one, he's, he's he, one he, of those dudes. You'll know him if you see him. He's one of those guys that likes to say controversial things. Yeah, right. Just to say and, it. and get people to get people yeah. to click yeah. clickbait. He sets out all sorts of clickbait. Yeah. Him and Colin Cowherd. So he's the black Colin Cowherd. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Man. So. 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 Last but not least on Buffoonery Boulevard, and Jay, this guy could have easily made Buffoonery Boulevard a lot in like 2016 and 2017. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. that that was pre podcast. We're gonna let him make it. J.R. Smith beats the dog piss out of the dude that tried to break his window that was looting, man. Hey, <laughs> hey that's what you get. Hey. hey, and I just watched the video in the pre-show. The guy's like, the guy's like up against a tire and he's like stomping him. And then yes. he gets up and like tries to run off. And yes. no, I don't I don't promote violence, right? But if yeah. somebody tries to break your window or breaks your window in your car. Oh, he did break it, but yeah. Yeah, he did break it. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you deserve to get your ass whooped, right? Hey, yeah. Serves so, his ass yeah. right. That ain't no good for that dude. Bu- but that's hey. not the buffoonery. The, <laughs> the buffoonery is J.R. Smith got on Twitter and said, I whipped Whoop his, his ass. ass. <laughs> 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 hey, what? what Hey, what do you, what do you, what do you say on uh, Harlem Nights? Vera whooped your ass. She still be whooping your ass. 
classic movie. <laughs> whipped your ass. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and if you hadn't had that gun, she'd still be whipping oh, your ass. Man. <laughs> oh, man. That, man, that dude, that dude is, you know, he's kind of like up and down, you know, he's kind of but, a... Yeah. Just but I like J.R. Smith, man, because you know exactly what you're going to get from him, bro. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. Thug hey, Nation. But, uh, oh, boy, didn't know what he was going to get, though. I mean, no. he, you know, he was nah, he he, you know, not ready for that. There, I don't think he breaking knew, windows. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he knew whose car it was, really. Nah, yeah, this goes people, for yeah. Yeah. This goes for all people, not just white people. <laughs> Watch <laughs> where you throwing rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. I mean, hey. J.R. Smith, I mean, he's 6'4", 6'5". I mean, you know, he over two bills, so he get out the car. You like, oh, shit. I done, You're like, oh, I done broke the wrong window today. Wrong window. Yeah. Man, so that's funny. That's funny. I'm gonna go watch that shit again. So, all right, <laughs> that's gonna bring Buffoonery Boulevard to a close. Hey, man, we're moving on to uh, some hoops. So, uh, Le- <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> well, who put this on here? LeBron tells <laughs> Drew Brees to shut up and dribble. <laughs> Did y'all see this man? Oh man! <laughs> yeah. oh, so God, I don't. Yeah. I think the. I think the post just came out, but yeah. I mean, we're we're not gonna be able to duck. We're not gonna be able to like move around. What's going on, man? It's not a lot of sports, and any sports that's going on is really tied to this shit, man. I mean, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think you you got to go back to this. So I mean, this all started from. Um, LeBron James, you know, making a making a comment. I mean, he spoke out. I can't remember what the instance was, uh, but Laura Ingram, who uh, who has a show on Fox, was like, "You're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble." And then you know, you fast forward, you know, a year or two, and now we got Drew Brees who. You know, who goes into this whole, you know, this whole deal about him, you know, not you know agreeing with anybody who kneels for uh, kneels in protest, uh, you know, for, for Black Lives Matter and doesn't agree with Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick. And Laura Ingram says, well, he's allowed to have his view about what kneeling and the flag means to him. I mean, he's a person. He has some worth, I would imagine. I mean, he's an athlete too. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's an athlete too. So I mean, you, you, yeah. I mean, you t- you tell me what the uh, what the common denominator is there. What the what the issue is there? So I, I think we got some we got some we got some things to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, yeah. Tyrell, what's your what's your thoughts on this whole this whole deal, man? What's your thoughts on this? Man, I'm I'm gonna be real honest with you. Man. This is this is something I never thought I would experience in my lifetime. You know, you, you, you hear about it, you know, your ancestors, you know, my grandma and all of them talk about what they went through, the Great Depression and, and you know, the civil rights movement and, and I mean man, this is this is something man, we, we no one knows what to do right now. You know what I'm saying? But I, I right. think the biggest thing right now and then I'm gonna talk about it just from my aspect and then to where, you know, community is, is man, it's gotta get done on a micro level first and you know the big thing i talked about about the whole situation is is, man we can't bring all this momentum and then pull our momentum back you know what i'm saying and i mean we got to get comfortable being uncomfortable right now you know what i'm saying because right Right. now a lot of people are uncomfortable yeah you know i talk to a lot of people man and even for us and it's got to start on the micro level before we get to that macro that big level and so man i've talked to a lot of people man and i know you guys will probably agree with me is you know we 
we gotta we gotta end that N word across the board universally. That N word gotta go, man. You know, I know, I know it's kind of you know not where we're on topic right now, but I mean, just like for progressiveness and to move forward, like I mean, it's gotta start in our locker rooms, man. I know I'm a coach and I'm speaking from a coach's perspective, but you know that that N word universally's gotta go. You know, but you know this was the catch about that N word, man. And I had talked about it, you know. I only say it when I'm enraged. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, right. it don't usually just pop out. You know what I'm saying? All the time. It's like, and I put myself, and as I talked about it, it's like I put myself on a pedestal. You know what I'm saying? And then I make my peer or one of you guys feel inferior to me and I'm superior to you. And I was like, it's amazing how it only comes out when you're enraged. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's like you created this different level of separation. Like, hey, I'm the alpha. You're no longer the alpha. But no, right. we're really on the same page. So I think yeah. first things first, man, before we can try to change anything, that N-word's got to go across the board. Yeah. No one needs to say it because we can't demonize ourselves and then be like, wait a minute, you said right. the N-word? But yes. our grandparents yes. told us not to say it. We right. just made it cool. And now right. we realize, hey, man, this thing ain't cool no more. It ain't cool no more. It's right. really not. I think we, yeah, and I think we, I think there's some dehumanization to it, right? Like, uh, you know, I, I, I've heard professors, you know, study this inside and out and look at it um, from all different angles. And, uh, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. And, and I agree. I agree to a certain degree. Um, but I also think that, like, you know, that word. W- one, we've got to stop letting that word enrage us to where the point where we're ready to go fight. And what I mean by that is I'm a firm believer that all this stuff that's going on, it's all, it's all built to separate us, right? It's all built to separate us. And in in my personal opinion, I don't think there's much difference between me and another person that lives on my block. That's a different color than me. Right. Um, We pretty, we probably make somewhere around the same amount of money. We probably want to, you know, uh, go get something to eat from time to time. We probably want to spend some time with our family. We probably want to do some hobbies, right? We probably want to go on a vacation. We probably don't want to work too hard, but we'll, we're willing to go to work, right? So I I just really think that, um, and I had an interesting conversation before we came on the show, but um, another guy of mine, a buddy of mine that's got a podcast, but, you know, he was telling me how he's reaching out to other people, you know, um, to try to understand what it's what it's like the basis of what it's like the foundation of what it's like you know to be black in this country like that's that's where we're at like people truly just don't understand and i think it's up to us we have a responsibility to explain to them and then they have a responsibility to listen right and we both have to be compassionate and we both have to be responsible and say okay you know because and we've said this i've said this a ton of times but I don't agree with everything that you guys say. And I grew up with you guys. Right. So there's no way I'm going to agree with somebody who grew up in a different house than me. So you just have to learn to understand people and take people for what they are. I think acceptance is a big thing. I think, uh, I think in my profession, you know, being an HR, you you don't necessarily agree with a lot of things that you have to say or do, but you just accept them. Right. It's like, you know, my philosophy has, has been, look, it's not against the law. It doesn't violate my personal principle. It's just something different that they're doing that I wouldn't do. So 
And I think once people get over that, I think I, I, I think I'm where you are, uh, Viper, with the with the N word. I think there is. I've here's how I've always felt. Um, I do agree with the rage because a lot of times it comes out with the rage. But I also felt like um, it's a word that it's it's something that we have that they can't have, right? Like it feels like um, while it, it may dehumanize us and it's not a great word to use, but it's like it's ours and you can't use it. And it makes you feel like you have something, like you own something, right? Um, while I do agree, there's probably some truth to it does universally and even get just be gone. Um, there is a part of me that says, man, that's mine. Like, I know that I can say that to these if I want to to these guys on this call and they it's a term of endearment. It's not a it's not like a negative thing. And, I, and so I guess for, for me, while I agree, I also feel like it's a piece of me that's like, that's mine. You don't get to use it. That's what I got it. And right. It, and so it's like we took something that they used against us. We took it from them and it's ours. So um, and now it's just kind of yeah. made its way back because now it's like the gateway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the yeah, game. Yeah, and, yeah. and now and that's where and, it needs to be eliminated across the board now because it's like and now you don't even okay. yeah you don't even have to be mad. You can just type it on your Instagram now if you feel yeah, like yeah. it. Nobody, yeah, you know yeah, what right. I'm saying? It's just like the gateway yeah. now. So it just kind of got out of control. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah, it, yeah. it was it, it, it's always this uh this struggle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. It's always this right. struggle to be, to keep stuff that's ours. You know what I mean? Because like you said, that that is that's how we feel about it. You can't say this; it belongs to us, man. But yeah, sometimes I mean, we gotta I, look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, and and I, I look at this situation. I mean, we go back to this. I mean, and I think there's there's layers to it, and I think Viper hit on it. I mean, to me, there's there's the you know you look at all these you know the protests and the riots and everything that's going on. To me, there's a there's a socioeconomic factor that that's going on. So these things these things don't happen to to rich people. Like you're not gonna see you're not gonna see a, a rich black guy with a, a white cop's knee on his neck, and you're not gonna see yeah. a rich white guy with a, a white you know a white guy's you know knee on his neck. So there's right. a, the socioeconomic factor. Right. Um, so this thing this it happens to poor people. Right. And then you layer on the 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 racial factor to it, and and you're you're asking for an explosion, and and that's what we have here, and right. and and, and yeah. people have to understand that, you know, the thing that gets me is, you know, a, a man lost his life, and you know we've got folks out here that are that are outraged over, you know, the riots and 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 people doing this and doing that and and i agree i mean people shouldn't be out there rioting and 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 tearing up businesses and this and that but a man lost his life but we're more outraged about you know a business that can be rebuilt versus a man that that lost his life right Right. we're outraged over we're outraged over target (laughs) a corporation that probably doesn't pay any taxes Right. right. Yes. And right. we're we're outraged over that, and we're we're outraged over brick and mortar and ev- edifice, right? And I just can't, yeah. I can't really wrap my head around that. And uh, it just happened here again, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. We have, we got five gentlemen here on here, right? Five brothers, right? And we all don't see the same way on this thing, right? We all mm-hmm. have a different view of it, and that's mm-hmm. okay, man. Educated brothers too, right? Yeah. So it's. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things, man, where 
And hey, shout out to Tyrell too. He just got he just he just finished his master's degree, man. Just graduated. Oh, so bro, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things, man, where it's like people have to like really pull their heads out of their asses. Um, so, you know, I've read stories and I've gotten emotional and I've I felt like, man, that felt like it happened to me or almost like it was traumatic. Um, and that's all, that's tough. Right. But again, people are more, people are more concerned about building those, all those things can be rebuilt. They can all be rebuilt. That man will never get his life back. Never get his life back. Never, never. You know what's even more sad is though is is like the his his daughter. You know, I I think what yeah. hit me the most is not even that video, man. That video was traumatizing to me, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I felt like I was there, and, and I think what's scary about that is is man is I couldn't even picture that being one of y'all, and that's happening in front of me. Like I mean, I've right. told multiple people this, man, and. I mean, I've always had the quote, and I've always told my family, man, I, I follow the death before dishonor all day long. Like, that's yeah. that's something I always say, like, death before dishonor right. all day. And right. yeah. There's no way, and I know I, I say this now, but listen to someone for human act. Let's talk about human act real quick. If you hear something wrong, you the first thing a human does is, yo, what's going on over there? Like, yeah. that ain't right. Like, hold on. I mean, I couldn't even imagine that happening to one of y'all in front of me. I told my boy, I said, look, man, that ever happened to you, I might have had to take the bullet. But as long as I know you breathe and you alive, I might and would have had to take that beat down on that bullet. I, right. I, I can't even imagine listening to someone plead out for their life. In, yeah. Their life. Dude I, I mean, called out for his mother, man. Dude it's traumatizing to me. It's yeah. traumatizing yeah. me, man. I, I, I was traumatized by that video. I was enraged yeah, yeah. for about a week. Like I wanted to but, break everything in here, but but think about this: how many times has this happened? And that's eventually and, you're you. There's like um, there's like a hardening of your heart, and then a calcification, and then I think that's where that's where I think the anger comes from, and then the rage, and <clears throat> I mean. And the unit, the unit knows about me, man. They know, they know. I'll be, I'll be uh, scouring the YouTube for for videos and stuff. But like, listen, man. Hey, listen. Uh, bricks don't just show up in nice little stacks and pallets, right, across the country and in twenty five different cities on these exact days and and so on and so forth. And man. ain't like, no brothers playing for no bricks. Yeah, playing for no bricks. Yeah, and I'm like earthquake man. Somebody threw a brick at Popeyes. I know that wasn't us. That wasn't us, <laughs> huh? Even if they were rude at you, even if they were rude, you ain't throwing no brick at Popeyes. No, yeah, man. Like, I want that yeah. chicken sandwich. You want that chicken sandwich? <laughs> yeah. That's the only place I let them talk to me like that. Them and Dave. That's cool. That's cool. I got my bag. I got my bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got my, my chicken sandwich done. Right, right. Man. So, no, man. And uh, it's just an interesting dynamic. And I don't mean to, I feel like I'm kind of hogging the mic, but it's an interesting dynamic because there's nowhere to hide from this topic. And we see, we see Dabo Sweeney. We see Drew Brees. We see all these people that have said things and now they feel like they have to backtrack them. And I'm like, honestly, you don't have to backtrack for me. You said what you said. Own it. And it, you it, said what you said. Own it. Be who you are, and that's okay. I can live with that. And that's what I say at work all the time too, man. <laughs> I can work with it, 
as long as I know what it is. And now I know what Dabo Sweeney is, and I know what Drew Brees is. And I'm not upset with him, really. I'm not even mad at him. Yeah, he said what was he on is. his heart. Yeah. <laughs> he was a man, yeah. and he said what was on his heart. So, right. I mean, right. that's just what it is. You know, and and then they always like to throw out, you know, well, my dad's a veteran. Well, my dad's a veteran, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's right. a veteran. Right. So, you know, that that's that's not an excuse. I mean, we can we can get all into that. That's other layers. And it's probably a different podcast. But, yeah. um, I, nah, I, man, I, go ahead. I think like me on the devil, Sweeney, you know, uh, you know. I don't, I don't know, man, if he knows how to even attack this thing. You know, I know he talked about his faith bait. I mean, it's, he's very faith-based, but I mean, do you know how to attack this thing? Because some of these, lot of these coaches don't know how to attack it, man. That's why, that's why we're, you know, like, I've talked to a lot of people, and they're like, bro, I didn't know this even existed. You know, I mean, it was amazing. Like, I mean, so, so many people were just blatantly like, I didn't know this was going on. Like, you know, so, I mean, I mean, not, not, not like giving them an out, but it's just like, does he even know how to attack this thing? Does anybody know on his right. staff? Right. No out, right. you know? Right. So, I mean, I've been, like I said, I don't know if you guys encounter, I've encountered a lot of people that are like, that have reached out to me too. They're like, yo, I yeah. didn't know there was systemic racism like that. I didn't know it was that deep because one, yeah. our history has been lost in translation, man. It's never in the books. They only give yeah. you what you need to know. And so people are educated. We know because we right. live it. So right. we're on the inside are we willing are we willing to accept that though right. i mean so 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 look at dabo sweeney and 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 again i i'm just reading this on the internet mm-hmm. and you know it said that the coach called another player the the n-word and and it was in front of dabo right yeah. so i mean it's like okay so you see this happen like your natural reaction should be to address that situation yeah. like you're making five million dollars a year you know, to do more than just, you know, to, gen- to just win football games. And that's how you talk about your program. You talk about the culture of your program. You talk about being faith based. So to right. me, to say this is, you know, he hasn't responded, you know. So to me, that that's a that's a failure in leadership. Right. You know, you mm-hmm. send your kids to school to to become to become men. You know, you're sending your kid away to 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 be fathered basically by uh, a, another man you're playing in a football program you're falling under that culture and you got an individual that can't address right. a situation that your son is probably going to face out in the real world you know so how is that i mean what i mean what's that look like man, I, I think it's deeper than that man i think it's i think it's just jim crow 2020 that's all it is bro you know what I'm saying? It's Jim Crow. That that that's always been going on. The N word people, white people call them black people the N word. That's always been going on. And I guarantee right. you, at Clemson, if he said it one time, he done said it at least a hundred times. You know what right. I'm saying? It ain't yeah. like it was a one a spotted incident or anything. And that's what this whole deal is about, man. Yeah. It used to yeah. be it used to be lynch mobs and KKK, and now it's the police and people that should be protecting us but aren't and so it doesn't look as bad as them just attacking us so then the people that are like well i didn't know this was going on because you know all black people are guilty and they should be beat up or choked out when the police come into play you know what i'm saying that's just what that is it's just a cover-up to me propaganda man right well and then you know yeah. And then in his response, he was like, well, we want to build good young men. Well, I don't I don't know that that's a part of that. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, it's just it's just interesting, man. I can't believe Hollywood's this quiet right now. This is the quietest I've ever heard of. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I uh, I think I'm I'm uh, I think I'm mentally and emotionally drained, man. Like I'm just like I am tapped out, bro. Like I I know the fight's gonna go on, and then the biggest my always my biggest concern is on what month are we in? June, June fourth. Yep. What what's happening on July fourth or July fifth? Are we still right. talking about it or does right. it just move over and pass by like all the other people did, you know? And, right. uh, you know, I watched a, a video that um, I don't know if you guys saw that literally just came out before the show we started recording and it was NFL players that did a video. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Odell Beckham, a uh, couple, I think uh, Mathow, I think is on it. Um, but it's their response to the NFL <laughs> and how the NFL um, handled it. And they basically just talked about, you know, what's happening. And at the end, they basically said, I am George Floyd. And then they all named off another person. I am this person. I am that person. So, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I think I'm, I'm mentally worn out. Um, so yeah. I'm trying to stay up with it. But I, I can't. I got to tell you, I am. I yeah. am tired of it. It's tiresome. Yeah. And it's uh, it's frustrating, yeah. man. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. And, and and this is something you know, like I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, uh, you know, just listen. People talk about you know the peaceful protests, and I mean, let's let, let's get, let's give kudos to our world, though, man. I'm talking about man, oh, yeah. all, all fifty, all fifty states were involved in. in all uh, fifty. I mean, guys. I mean, we've never seen anything like this. I no. didn't get to witness the Martin Luther King, but it gives me chills listening to when my grandmother and them told me how that went down. I mean, guys, we, we got countries overseas that are getting beat and that that are standing with us. So, I mean, you talk about united. That's it's what's going to get us through this togetherness. It's in it's in right. countries. It's in Australia. It's in right. China. It's, it's right. in. It's in uh, because because they face the it's same all yeah, they, over the world, man. Yeah, I mean anybody of African descent. I mean they face the same challenges, right? So yeah, so I, I just think that uh, just the, the I think the biggest piece that's gonna make a difference as long as African Americans fight, right? That's that's just part of the natural fight. I think it's gonna be the white Americans or the white white um, Caucasian people that have to jump in there and they have to challenge their friends when they don't agree or they have to they're the ones that are going to really help us make the change because we need them you can't do it by yourself we can't do it by ourselves we've been trying for hundreds of years right so i think that's where it's going to be and i think for me i just uh it's not that i want to be silent i think i'm just i'm i'm you can't turn on the news right without hearing about it so it's like right it's emotionally draining for me um and trying to explain it to a 12 year old on a daily basis is hard yeah yeah, and I I want to leave because I know we always talk. We throw goat around all the time, right? Um, and y'all see it, y'all see it up on the back of the wall back here behind me. You got Muhammad Ali, truly the goat. White man, fifty years ago, told my granddaddy that when my daddy got free, things would be better. When he got grown, now my daddy's grown. Somebody told my daddy that when I got grown, things would be better. Now I'm grown. Now I have the white boy today telling me that when my children get grown, things will be better. So they'll see that this is just the old trick. 
black people, you notice, didn't vote for no president's holiday this year because every four years it's a new trick, a new phony, fake image, and they have given up today. They want to do it themselves. They want to go for self. They want to pool together and unite like the Jews did. At one time, Jews and dogs wasn't allowed on Miami Beach, and the Jews got mad and united and bought Miami Beach. So this is what they want to do today. You understand? Right. He would stand up and speak out and take a stance. And I can honestly say I'm so I'm disappointed in Tiger Woods. I'm disappointed in Harold Varner. I'm disappointed in all of these people that, you know, black people support. And then they turn around and take a weak ass stance. They're afraid to stand up. Now, they don't have to. And I get it. They don't have to. But if you want to talk about goat, <laughs> that's what made Ali the greatest. It's so funny to me. And I know we talked about the this goat last goat, year. Man. We talked about this last year when, when Muhammad Ali passed away. I remember it was very, very sad. But, but at the same time, no one would have liked him because he spoke out. He spoke the truth. They would have treated him like Richard Sherman. They would have treated him like Larry Johnson. They would have treated him like whoever, right? Because people don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to be, they don't want to, they want to be comfortable. And it's like Tyrell said, they, you, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and people don't want to hear that. And Muhammad Ali never did that for anyone. Right. Yeah. So to me, he's the real goat, man. He's the goat of all goats. Ain't no doubt. Hands down, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. Hands down. We are going to move on to closing shots. Sandman, what you got, man? Man, you know, <clears throat> with all this, uh, you know, all, everything that's going on, man. I'm, I'm like Hollywood, man. It, it, it starts to get kind of depressing. I'm, I'm glad I get to go to work. I'm one of the cats that still gets to go to work because I would probably lose my mind sitting in the house watching all this stuff. Un, uh, you know, unwind on the uh, internet and TV and things like that. So I try to go to work and keep that going. But man, we just gotta, uh, you know, stay positive. And you know, I know we say this every time. You know, we gotta stay positive and try to do the right thing, and things will work out. But I, I think that's what we gotta do, man. Any other thing that we try to do just hasn't worked. I think that people need to stand up, and <clears throat> we need to have like open conversation. You know what I'm saying? With people and let them know what's going on and how we are treated. Most of them know, I believe, you know, but it's just frustrating to me right now. It's frustrating because I'm I'm like Hollywood as, as well. You know, I'm I love my black heritage and I'm not scared to say anything. But right now, I just feel like, man. Anything you say is just going to be misconstrued or not taken the right way. So, you know, right. that's just what it is. Yeah. Right, right. That's what's up. Stinger, what you got, man? Closing shot. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, I'm going I'm to keep it there, you know, following up on Sandman, man. It's just, you know, I. I'm the same way, man. I, I, I've gotten, I've gotten sucked in. Like, I've gotten sucked in. I've been up to. You know, I've been up to, to 12, 30, 1 o'clock for, you know, probably the last like five or six nights. Just, you know, just just reading articles, just, you know, you know, trying to understand, you know, everything that that's going on. And it can suck you in. It, it is. It's a, it's emotionally, you know, draining. You know, I guess, you know, for me, you know, you know, my wish and my want, you know, coming out of this is, 
you know, black folks and, and African-Americans, we're going to fight like we're going to fight. But it's got to be more than that. Like there's got to be there's got to be action. There's got to be significant action that that takes place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one thing that that I don't want to see is, you know, you know, six months or, or nine months from now is that, you know, the black folks in, in these areas where these protests are going on are in a worse position than they are now. Right. Because you think about it, you know, they're they're damaging, you know, they're damaging businesses. So so the you know, the the economic structure of these areas is 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 being dismantled. And if if nothing happens, if nothing comes out of this, we're putting black folks, uh, you know, such as myself, such as the the five gentlemen on this show. I mean, we're we're putting black folks in a in a worse position. So there's there's got to be action. There's got to be change that that comes out of this. So that I mean, that's just you know that's kind of you know my want and you know my wish coming out of coming out of all this. And you know I'm gonna stay engaged and 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 stay in tune to it. And you know you gotta you gotta keep fighting, right? Right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Tyrell, man, what you got for us? Oh, uh, man. Uh, first and foremost, man, thank y'all for having me on this show, man. This is something I've been looking That's forward to for yeah, a while, yes, man. And, you know, just, just you know, getting to know you guys and, you know, Coach being a great mentor to me. Uh, I think the big thing, man, is we got to, like we said, man, we got to constantly pour into each other, man. There's some people out here who really aren't educated because, like I said earlier, man, they got lost in translation, man. There's not enough out there but you know what it's up to us to do it all the research and tools are there for us to do it uh next uh togetherness man we've seen it we've seen how powerful us being together can do and that's what's going to get us through these tough times man is being together and most importantly man last but not least pray you know i pray god finds us through these tough times and leads us to the path of righteousness so i mean that that's where i keep on it and and, and organized, last but not least, seriously, organized. Stop stop being so quick to be, ooh, let's go out here and change the world and sit back, pray on it, let God give you that vision, and then run with it. You mean, you know, That's I've always had up. the philosophy, you can shoot and shoot, doesn't mean you hit your target. Sometimes you need to just hit once and take your time. So that's where That's I'm right at with it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hollywood, what you got, man? Yeah, so um, – I'm obviously going to follow the lead of the three gentlemen before me. So to my daughter, as most of you know, plays tennis. And, um, you know, other than the Williams sisters, Coco Gob, it is, it is a predominantly white sport. So today, my daughter, my daughter has her lesson. It's about an hour and a half, two and a half, two hour lesson. And today we're sitting there and she's having her lesson and we get someone that walks over to us. Believe it or not, today. And says, "Are you members here?" And um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it, you just kind of like look at yourself. Like, do you not see what's happening right now? Why? Why would you even ask me that? And we aren't members there, but we don't have to be because I have permission from the manager to 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 be there. We made a deal with him, and he was cool, and we, we can play on any court we want there. But that was just like. To me, how just naive and just how oblivious some people are, right? Like, why does it matter if we're members or not? Like, it's not your responsibility if we are or we aren't. So um, it just kind of uh, shook up my family a little bit, I think, um, just of all everything that's going on. But at the end of the day, 
we're gonna hit them fucking tennis balls and you ain't gonna stop it. So <laughs> hey, so 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 we go. we gonna do that. You ain't gonna stop that. We're gonna hit every ball we can out there, man. But yeah, That's it was just up. it was just uh just a unique timing, right? Just unique, just weird timing. Why why now? Yeah. So yeah. All right, man. So I'm on my closing shot. I, I want to give a shout out to. Uh, Maurice Allen, he's a he's a black golfer. He is a long drive champion, man. And uh, he wrote this article uh, this week, basically talking about uh, what it's like uh, to be uh, a black golfer in a long drive tour and all that good stuff. And um, he talked about how people call him a showboat. um, But when other guys do it, you know, it's just, oh, he's charismatic. Right. But when Maurice does it, he's a showboat. Um, he touched on a lot of stuff, man. Um, people making comments saying he's worse than the previous president, o- Osama bin Laden, um, Obama bin Laden or whatever they called him. Um, just just nasty, hateful things that he's heard on the tour. Um, people have accused him of being arrested, uh, being a convicted felon and all this other stuff. And none of it's true. Um, I, I applaud him for that. And uh, I actually DM'd him, man. And uh, I said, thank you for telling your story and taking a stance. He took a stance. He didn't say, we need to pray together. We need to come together. He said, this is what it's like to be me on the tour, right? And uh, I DM'd him, and he, he messaged me back, man. He said, thank you, man. So um, I, think it's, I think it's important that we all uh, continue to communicate and that we all continue to talk. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black golfer, man, and I— I love being on the golf course. I love playing and I love playing with anybody black, white doesn't matter to me. Um, but I, I can tell you, I, I feel like, you know, if I play 10 rounds of golf, I'm always asked by the marshal eight times to pick it up the pace. Hey, you guys are playing slow or, you know, um, you know, and you know, average round of golf is four hours and 18 minutes. You know, we've been on pace at four hours and two minutes and we've got asked to speed up our pace of play. Right. Um, you see these crazy stories all over the country where police officers are called to the golf course. Um, this happened actually a couple of weeks ago, uh, a black group of female golfers. Um, they got the police called on them out on the golf course cause they were playing too slow. So, um, just, just be mindful of those types of things. Talk to people you normally don't talk to, um, have conversations you normally don't have. And it's okay to be uncomfortable, man. I think that is going to bring our show to a close. Hey, Tyrell, man, we appreciate you for being on the show, appreciate man. Much you, bro. love, man. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it, man. No, we got to do this again, got, man. You got to come back anyway yeah. and get your steaks, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up with yeah, that? Yeah. Just for being on the show, man. I got them. They in the mail, man. man yeah, we'll t- hey, we'll Stinger. Stinger. Stinger, you get your $5, dog? Hey, listen, we want to thank Joey and Sansara Productions for all the work they do, all the work he does on the ones and twos behind the scenes. Please remember to go visit uh, joeykindle.com. Awesome website. This this dude does all kinds of work, man. Um, He can help you with any production needs that you may have. Uh, Remember to email us your questions and topic suggestions at the unit podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. We are Roll Call Sports. On Facebook, we are Roll Call presented by The Unit. And on Instagram, we are Roll Call Sports Podcast. Man, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the listeners. We're closing in on 7,000 listens, 7,000 spins total, man. 
Look for another episode from us next week. Until then, thank you for listening and God bless. Peace. Peace out. The problem exists because white people think they're better than black people and they want to oppress us and they want us to allow ourselves to be oppressed. This is the ba- I agree with you uh, perfectly. This is the basic problem. Then what do you that want white to talk people to me about? Uh, think they're better than that I can others? Do? I can't solve the problem. You guys pull the strings at closed schools. You guys draw the boundaries that keep our kids restricted to the ghetto. You guys write up the restrictive covenants that keep us out of houses. So it's up to you to talk to your brothers and your sisters and persuade them that they have a responsibility. We've assumed ours for over 400 years, and we're tired of this kind of stuff now. We're not going to suffer patiently anymore. No more turning the other cheek. No more blessing our enemies. No more praying for those who despitefully use us. We're going to show you that we've learned the lessons you've taught us. We've studied your history, and you did not take over this country by singing, we shall overcome. You did not gain control of the world like you have it now by dealing fairly with a man and keeping your word. You're treaty breakers, you're liars, you're thieves, you rape entire continents and races of people. Then you wonder why these very people don't have any confidence or trust in you. Your religion means nothing. Your law is a farce and we see it every day. You demonstrated it in Alabama. And I can say you because you're part of the whole system. You profit from it. In fact, you make your living from it. You couldn't walk around and talk to people, stand up in your pulpit on Sunday and preach nice little songs and say, now we're going to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and old Jesus be among us. As far as we're concerned, your Jesus is contaminated, just like everything else you've tried to force upon us is contaminated. Mm-hmm. Well, so you uh, can have him. And here's what I'll say. I wish you would follow Jesus like we followed him. If you're completing a degree in community college and want to take the next step to a four-year degree, or you're not satisfied with the college you're currently attending, we want to see you at College of St. Mary in Omaha. We make it easy to transfer your credits and have financial aid and scholarships available. Plus, we cover the costs of your textbooks for the first semester. Get the support you need to finish your degree faster. Make the transfer to College of St. Mary. Apply today at csm.edu. If you're completing a degree in community college and want to take the next step to a four-year degree, or you're not satisfied with the college you're currently attending, we want to see you at College of St. Mary in Omaha. We make it easy to transfer your credits and have financial aid and scholarships available. Plus, we cover the costs of your textbooks for the first semester. Get the support you need to finish your degree faster. Make the transfer to College of St. Mary. Apply today at csm.edu.